Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness in Our Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. My good friend, Laurie Spagna, is back with us for a brand new conversation, brand new show, talking about Ascension 2021 and humanity's, humanity's new wealth, consciousness and perspective. And so um, Laurie's been busy. It's been a busy year for her, so I'm so glad that she's here with us today. And part of what we're going to talk about today are we're going to get the latest Ascension updates from Laurie. We're going to talk about how to navigate the remainder of the end of the 2020 energies and the entire 2021 gateway moving forward with effortless ease and grace. We're going to learn about the new wealth of humanity and the evolution of humanity's exchange system. We're going to up-level your core vibration into the new 2021 higher frequencies. We're going to shift into higher pure frequencies and consciousness. We're going to talk about assisting animals on a global scale. So there's a lot, we're gonna cover a lot. So for those of you who don't know Lori, she is a best-selling author, a spiritual teacher, intuitive energy healer, ascension guide, multi-dimensional channel, an animal communicator, DNA activator, visionary light worker, and starseed who radically transformed her life after a series of near-death experiences and an abduction induction first contact experience while living in Maui. She has helped to transform the lives of thousands of humans and animals around the world via her channeled ascension guidance, intuition, animal communication, energy healing, and sacred activations. She leads seminars, workshops, and retreats where she provides ascension training, sacred energy healing transmissions, and dormant DNA, sacred key code, and star code marking activations for humans and animals and assists others to awaken to their alignment with the true divine source which exists within everyone, so that all beings can live their best life ever. So Lori's been on our show many, many times, and it's always a fun conversation, a fun show, always high vibe. And so I'm so glad that Lori's back with us today. Lori, welcome back to the show. Hello, Laura. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here, and thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're living in Sedona. Oh, my God. I've only been there once, but I absolutely loved it. The energy was amazing. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I will say, uh, at first, I'm not a cold weather girl. It's the the cold has been hard for me. I'm not like, and I'm a girl who needs sunshine and mm -hmm. swimming and beaches. So that's been tough. But the consciousness here is incredible. And when I got here, the um, consciousness of Sedona as a, a feminine energy of consciousness has really spoken to me and come through a lot of my channeling too. And same with the vortex energy here which a lot of people don't always understand vortexes, although mm -hmm. I, most people in this community do, I would assume. And um, anyway, I've had a lot of direct like channeling dialogue with both the vortex and the Sedona consciousness. And um, it has also amplified so much of the healing and the work that I do, because that's what vortex energy does, you know, it amplifies things. So it's a pretty incredible place, very magical. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, there are a lot of high vibe people who live in Sedona or who've moved to Sedona in the past little while as well, right? The past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I would say also I have, I, mean, I just can't believe how many friendships I've formed already here and people who are, you know, sisters and brothers from another lifetime that you just like immediately are, you know, you know, you've known them forever. And that's, that's the thing. It's like, you know, friendships I've been making as we're moving into the new ascension energies, into the new higher vibrations and frequencies, we are being called to change some of what we do, some of some of some, you know, some what we eat, who we talk with, who we associate with, who, you know, like everything is changing, right? 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's becoming more and more obvious because um, at the first part of 2020, I know when I was making the move to, you know, I was putting, packing everything up and putting everything in storage, that was a really bumpy time. Mm -hmm. And that was really like when COVID was first announced or released or however we use that languaging. Um, I really didn't feel like I had any, any of those issues, but I was packing everything. And it was really, that part was tough because I was putting everything into storage, you know, and moving. And it was clear that I wasn't meant to be where I was anymore. But the, in terms of where I was going, it was just a calling. Like I didn't really, I was following my guidance yeah. to come here. So, yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about following our guidance the best we can, you know, listening to our hearts, listening to messages or insights or information that we get that may sound contradictory to what everybody else is saying. But if we follow that guidance and follow our heart, it usually leads us to in the right direction. Yeah. And even sometimes if it doesn't, if we don't always feel like we, I mean, I can say right now, if we don't always feel like it's exactly everything, the two of the fundamental awarenesses to realize is, and this is, this is a truth. This is one of the absolute few absolute truths on earth on our, in our reality is that everything changes. It's, it's, it's paradox because in a sense, nothing changes, but everything is always in flux. Mm -hmm. So why do I say that? It's like, if you're following your guidance and it doesn't feel like it's everything it's meant to be, you can change again. And that's part of new, new way of living is to be able to recognize that we can make change. We're never really stuck. Old paradigm, old 3D paradigm is, you know, just stuckness. Yeah. It, there's so much limitation. It's like, you can't quit your job without another job because you'll never get another job. If you quit your job without a job, you can't try to get a job. You're always stuck. You know, everything is all about being stuck in that old paradigm. Everything's about like, you know, I, I think I made that point. It's just so many examples of how we get stuck. But in the new paradigm, it's really about the recognition that everything's always in flux and change. And so you can follow guidance in a direction and just be even sometimes you don't even know why you're necessarily following it. And you might not even necessarily have all the answers or the awareness of it. And you can always make a new change if it yeah. still doesn't feel fully aligned. So, so it's about trusting and also going with the flow. Yeah, I mean, the whole, I think that's a huge, another huge part of this new paradigm, the fundamentals of trust and faith are being much more anchored into our reality. So in the old paradigm, we'd be operating as individual personhoods, person, personal identities, which the old paradigm refers to that as ego. I don't subscribe to the fact or to the concept. This is very hard for most people to grasp but I do not agree that you have an ego. I just don't. Not once you're functioning as your divinity. Mm -hmm. The truth of who we are is divine source with personal identity. Um, ego is a construct that was created out of a third dimensional paradigm. It only exists within third dimensional paradigm unless you bring it with you as a belief system, which then you can have that. But in any case, where was I going with that was, well, I'm getting distracted, Lord. 
too many conversation. Um, the uh, the uh, fundamental of that old paradigm was you're operating as ego or personality, making all your own choices, free will choices. And in the new paradigm, more and more, we're aligning with our divinity, our divine source, that aspect of really who we truly are, which is an eternal, infinite being of love with full, more and more awareness to that can guide us and lead us and can change as, as we are divinely guided and led or as we feel divinely supported. And so, but the anchoring of the faith and the trust, that's where we were. How, where, how we got into that is just anchoring in and awakening more and more faith and trust in that divine source that is an eternal source flowing in and through us as us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we're now in one other thing on this is that, I mean, that's such a major factor from just 2020. If you're, if you were a human being in 2020 operating without any form of connection to some source. I mean, you were effed, right? That, that reality showed us that 2020 experience really, to me, the way that we had to navigate through that was through our connection with God. I mean, every one of us went through experiences of some kind or another where our trust and faith, we had to rely on that trust and faith. We had to find and develop that within ourselves to navigate those that challenging year, however it revealed itself. Absolutely, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm living in couple of that. And so this new paradigm, this whole new paradigm in order to be existing in it really and prospering in it, which we're meant to, trust and faith is going to be a major part of that going forward. And that's because in the old paradigm, the divine was operating sort of as separate from us an external God, a false sky God, which by the way is programmed into the DNA. And that has to be cleared, right? God is outside of me. God is not within me. That's that old paradigm. New paradigm is that source is within me and around me. It is all that is. So we can't, uh, that the new paradigm is that source is always operating in me, through me, around me, and, and all that is. And it's operating consciously in me, through me, and around me, and all that is. And so that consciousness is me. I am aligning with it. And so the will of the divine in the new paradigm is to be fully here with us, in us, through us, around us, fully operating as best as possible. Yeah, so we, we need that. We need that to survive and thrive. It has to be. Otherwise, we're just, we're on what we call a descending timeline. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like a lot of us who are on these types of calls, we we know that, right? We, we have that knowing that we are, you know, that God is not outside, God is within us, that we, in effect, are source, our God, right? So we know that, but it's still, it's still difficult to, um you know know it as a concept but and know it like really know it in our soul well it is because you see such a huge part of the old paradigm is left analytical brain so this is a form of spiritual bypassing to just learn something by listening or reading or watching new paradigm requires us to embody energetically we must embody there's a huge difference huge between knowing something that we've learned, heard, read, watched, witnessed, been told, 
versus the embodiment of energetic, which is full body, whole body knowing all levels and layers of our reality. And so if somebody just learns through listening or watching, that alone is not enough. Yeah. It has to be really energetically embodied. That's, that's why activations, energy healing, attunements, alignments, and those are all different versions of spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. That's why that is so important. It, it, it is impossible to really anchor into 5D without those aspects. Mm-hmm. Because then we're shifting from, yeah, we know it, to, yeah, we're embodying it. And the, the embodiment is what changes the entire experience. Why? Because if it's just coming from the mental plane of knowing, that's a mental plane, I know it. I know that source is in everyone and everything. I know it because I've been told it, because I've learned it, because it's sort of been brainwashed into me, even if it's through spiritual teachings. You know, that word brainwash in this case isn't a bad thing. It's just, I've learned it. I know it. Of course it's true. That's not the same as, yes. And so when, you, when you've got the full embodiment of it and it's like, yes, it's reverberating in and through me. It's vibrating through every cell of my body and being. It's energetically emitting from me and radiating out from me. And therefore it is whatever it is, the knowing, it is radiating and circulating all around me. I'm at one with all of it. And it's reflecting back to me. And so therefore my experience completely changes. This is the difference between, I mean, we'll just use a hypothetical example. This is the difference between somebody saying, um, I'm just using a reference to my own example. I'm gonna travel across country on faith and um, I don't know what I'm gonna get there, do when I get there. But on the way, while I'm driving, I don't know, I, I have to get my mask, I'm afraid, I don't know what I'm going to run into, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money, I don't know, uh, but, but I'm going to just do it because I know, right? Versus, yeah, I'm just going to get in my car, I'm going to go, I, I know it's all going to work out, and I'm not exactly sure of all the things I'm going to encounter along the way, but I know it's all going to be so divine, it's going to feel great, it's going to be exciting. And then the experience reflects that because the, the energetics are entirely different. Same type of experience. I'm going to drive across country and go get a new home and find a new home and meet new people and create a new life. Two same types of things, but they manifest entirely different. Let's use another example. I'm going to bring my dog to the vet for a checkup. Oh my God, I, I know if I think good things, if I think good things, it'll be good. I'm just going to have like, yes, I'm just going to think good things. She's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. I'm bringing my dog to my vet and I'm just going to get, I just, everything, she's so healthy. I'm meant to have a healthy animal. We're going to have a healthy life together. I'm so excited. I'm really looking forward to it. This is what's reverberating through me, around me. This is what it feels like. And now this is what's reflected. And you go to the vet and the vet's like, perfectly healthy dog. Oh, your dog is so healthy. I mean, that's that's two same experiences. Another example, let's we'll use COVID. Okay, I know that COVID 
is, is energy. And I know that that energy is the energy of a virus. And I know that that energy can't hurt me if, if I'm in the energy of love. I know it. So I'm just going to be love. I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to let myself get upset by that. I'm, I'm just going to be fine. I'm not going to have to be, I'm, 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 I know that COVID is just, just an illusion. I'm in a dream. It's fine. Oh my God. Okay. But, but I, I, you know, like that energy versus mm -hmm. I am the embodiment of love and I am the embodiment of, of health and well-being. And I have the DNA in me that is so naturally immune and fruitless. And I have a reason for being here. And I am, I am health. I am the walking and embodiment of well-being and health. And I'm radiating out the highest, clearest, purest frequencies of health and well-being. I'm embodying these. It feels so good. I feel so good. And I know that my light, my, my frequency is radiating at such a pure frequency that I am naturally immune and impervious. And not only that, I am reflecting health and well-being out to the world throughout the totality of my being. This is the vibrational frequency that I am embodying and reflecting. And it feels so good and healthy and strong and well. And that is what is radiated back to me. And so my experience is health and well-being and imperviousness and immunity, regardless of something I might be witnessing in the playground of reality. Two side-by-side -side examples, yeah. multiple, multiple cases. Absolutely. So it is our intention, but it's also what, what, what energy and frequency we're vibrating at and what, you know, what energy frequency we're radiating out in our expression of whatever is going on. Full Absolutely. on embodiment. Mm -hmm. See, that's what it takes to anchor, really anchor into 5D is this is a great conversation, embodiment, because what, what is embodiment? I mean, embodiment happens through the practical applications of what we learn. We learn about what 5D is, what it means. We learn about ascension. We learn about, uh, we learn about the DNA and the codes in the DNA. We learn about the healing. We learn about different modalities and what to do with them and you know, Akashic records or Reiki. Or, and we, through the practice and application of all of this, which includes activations, downloads, attunements, you know, through the application of it and the integration into the body and throughout the whole resonance of the energy field, that's how we anchor into this, this embodiment, this embodiment in the new paradigm. And then we're living it. It's almost like, I mean, for me, my way of living is just, I'm not, I, I get it. I'm not living the way people who are running around with masks being afraid are living. I'm having a totally different experience than they are. Mm -hmm. And they, that's, that's the whole old paradigm, new paradigm parallel. They don't, they have no idea about this experience because they're not in this embodiment, but I've kind of been down that road before. Like, oh, you're afraid. You're afraid you're going to get something contagious. Oh, you're afraid of what your doctor's telling you or what the mass lamestream media is telling you. Like, I, I, I get that. I've been there. I don't, I'm not interested in it. So I found a new way which we all can, we all 
That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. That's why and, we're all here. And that's what it's about. It's about, you know, doing and being and embodying the new paradigm, the new, the 5D reality that we would like to experience. Yes. And we can't spiritually bypass our way, which yes. I call that carpet sweeping. That's one of my favorite terms. I've seen it so much in the love and light community that I, I got to the point because of my journey of awakening. I, especially like the law of attraction movement, mm -hmm. that love and light community, I saw so much spiritual bypassing. And anytime I interacted with people who were doing that kind of spiritual bypassing or carpet sweeping, I could always tell because they would have this strong resistance to anything that wasn't positive attraction, only positivity, la, 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 la land. They're in la, la land. And I realized like, wow, there's so much tension there with those people and struggle and strife because you mentioned anything that they want us carpet sweep because it's not all beautiful love, light and rainbows. And that's when I realized those people aren't embodying yet. Why aren't they embodying? Because they're doing a form of spiritual bypassing. You can't embody it. If you can't work with your own shadow because you're sweeping it under the carpet and you want to be all law of attraction, all positive, you're missing the shadow, you're going to be stuck on the other side of embodying. You can't embody all the light because there's still all this shadow that's been suppressed, repressed, denied, carpet swept. Yeah. Yeah. You still have to do the work. And then, right. and and then eventually what happens is it squeaks out of those people, like as a psychic, as an intuitive, as a medium like which is just the more the more we do this work the more gifts we have mm -hmm. more potential for gifts because all the gifts of the divine are ours we can start working with them and awakening them and utilizing them and applying them right so it squeaks out of those people little things they'll they make kind of little comments like oh i don't want to come visit you in sedona because you know i know you know people are too free there with the masks and that's where people are dying and it's like it doesn't matter where you go if that's your fear you're carrying your fear. Do you see that's a fear? That's a fear. It's not real. Mm -hmm. So, so, so the, so the shift from old paradigm to new paradigm and the whole thing about becoming more embodying more of the embodiment of all this, the light and the love means we must identify every one of our fears to the best of our ability, all of our beliefs and belief systems, everything we've ever believed or perceived that we think is true it's not that 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 has kept us stuck and or entangled in that old paradigm because that's what keeps us like on the you know on the bridge between the two teetering life's getting better life's getting worse things are getting going my way things aren't it's like you're on this, te this teeter talk because you, you're you walking the bridge between old paradigm, new paradigm. And that's part of the journey, right? That is, we all go through that. But it means we have to identify like what's keeping me stuck on the bridge. It's going to be anything I've, any kind of those old beliefs, belief systems, thoughts, ideas, concepts, programs, implants in the DNA, nasty stuff in the DNA that's been carpet swept and or spiritually bypassed. That keeps us on the teetering between the two realities and will always kind of drag us along until we can identify whatever it is, clear it, resolve it, heal it. We call it healing. That's just languaging, right? 
so that now, oh, that shadow's, that shadow's resolved, that shadow stuff is resolved, now I'm more fully in the light. But again, it's not a pill, it's a journey, right? That yeah. we all go through. Yeah. Makes sense? Absolutely. And it is a journey and things come up at different times and not everything is going to come up at once. It's going to come up, you know, I feel like right. when you finally get to that edge and it's like, all right, you know, you either like look at this now. <laughs> well, you have to well, look at this now. Brought almost all of it up at once for everybody. Yeah, yeah. it did. It was interesting. It kind of brought everything up, that whatever was yours, it was in your face in a huge way. And if you know, I mean, we all reached our points. Like I can say there were some times where, I mean, sometimes where I was just like, I am at my saturation point. Mm -hmm. So if everything collapses right now, I'm just going to breathe and be okay. Cause I'm at my saturation point. I would say that to God, to the divine. That's as much as you can give me. If you, I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing another thing. I'm not moving. I'm not, that's how I handle when I've reached that state of like, overwhelm or saturation i'm like done in this moment i can brush my teeth yeah done in this moment i can make a cup of coffee like that's that's how i when i get to those moments because it's like too much yeah i don't care someone can be screaming at me yelling at me i don't that you know it doesn't matter what's going on in the external world if you're at that point and your body starts to go beyond homeostasis I'm so tuned in now with my body that I know when things start getting tighter, tenser, when emotions start getting upset, when mental plane starts going into any form of stress or anxiety, it's like, oh no, oh, not going there, not playing that game. I'm gonna be true to this peace, love, joy, harmony within. And so nothing else is going to derail me. If I get to the saturation point, it means I didn't do that properly, right? Mm -hmm. Saturated, I, I went a little too far, pushed a little too hard, did a little too much, tried a little too much. Nope, stop. Stop everything. Nothing. This is what, if we don't understand this now, nothing is more important right now, nothing, than the vibratory state of our being. And, and that's always going to be linked to our sense of inner peace, inner harmony, inner well-being. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's going to yield joy, happiness, fulfillment, health, abundance, prosperity. All, all the good things that we desire. But what's most important is that Yes, internal, I mean, in the physical world, we can call it homeostasis. It starts at homeostasis. That's a starting point where the body's like, and that's why meditation is so important. That's why breathing is so important. That's why various forms of exercise, not exercise in the old paradigm exercise, exercise like movement for the joy of movement, even if it's a brisk walk or a swim, or a little dance or whatever is your joyful movement yoga, you know, Tai Chi, whatever that is, all of that is the basis of homeostasis where we get to say, okay, I'm, I'm good here. And now from this, this space of inner harmony, inner peace, inner well-being, now I can create, right? Divine, that's what gets us into what we call divine neutral. I can be divinely, divinely neutral, not tugged or pulled. 
And from this sacred neutral, now I can, I can choose what I'm going to create and or experience. I'm gonna choose my reality. Hmm, I'd like to have some of this. I'd like to experience some of that. I'd like to make some of that. I'd like to do some of that. And then the other thing I wanna to say too is like, what's also just so incredibly important is that we are, I've talked about this a number of times now in some different interviews that we recognize ourselves as the gatekeepers of our, of our minds. There's different kinds of gatekeepers, right? There's gatekeepers of earth, right? The crystals, I do crystal journeys. I lead crystal journeys in Arkansas, for example. We're, we're working with crystals at, as gatekeepers and we're understanding the role of light workers as gatekeepers. That's a, that's a one type of gatekeeper, but we are all as individuals, gatekeepers of our minds, gatekeepers of our emotions, which includes our hearts, gatekeepers of our guts, which includes what we put into our, our whole body is a, we're the gatekeepers. So the descension path, which is we can see in 2020, it played out a lot as death and disease and all kinds of problems that that descension path will still witness it in this reality. But the ascension path requires us to be gatekeepers in a new way. So descension path, we weren't gatekeepers. You stick crap in your body, McDonald's, all kinds of crappy food, GMOs, fluoride in the water. You let doctors stick you with needles. You don't even know what's in there. You listen to false fake news on lamestream media lying that is pure propaganda lies with an agenda. And in the, in the descension timeline, we're not being good gatekeepers. And that's why people end up dying and dead. Not that I don't have compassion, please, please don't receive the way I deliver as lack of compassion. I just, I tend to say this stuff like it's fact because I'm, I'm so neutral on it. I can deliver it in a way that might sound like I'm not compassionate, it's, I am. But just understand like that's old paradigm. It's a, it's a descending timeline that's leading people to death. And so in the ascending paradigm, we must be full gatekeepers of what we let into our minds, our hearts, our bodies, including our gut. And that includes what we eat, what we listen to, what we watch. It doesn't mean you carpet sweep because someone says something that you don't like. It means you have this, the discernment to say, ah, this is a shadow thing that's triggering something in me that I'm gonna need to process so that I can resolve it and not be teetering and make sure that I'm more in the light here embodying light and love versus, okay, I'm the gatekeeper of my mind, but I'm just gonna let some toxic information on lamestream media, controlled mass media with a clear agenda to promote harmful toxic information and vaccination programs by misleading the masses, lying, secrecy and coercion. Like that's not allowed in my precious mind. That's not allowed. I'm the gatekeeper out of self-love and self-care. Self-love and self-care is a new paradigm way of being. So I'm the gatekeeper. I'm the gatekeeper of what goes into my body. I will not allow genetically modified food, you know, from all of those food sources of fast food and genetically modified food. It's, it's it, most genetically modified food. Lots of it is like just a few molecules away from plastic. 
a lot of that genetically modified food in those fast food, the fast food was developed as government subsidized food programs. And so a lot of it has nanotechnology in there, which we know also much of the vaccines have nanotechnology in there. So as gatekeepers, we say, I will only let that which is good and loving and supportive of my ascension into my body. So therefore that what is radiating from me and in me and through me is of love, is of light. I'm the gatekeeper. I will be wise with what I allow in. I'll make right choices, choose the healthiest water, the purest food. I will choose the healthiest environment that I possibly can. All this stuff. All right, I've gone, I've gone on for a while. <laughs> no, but that's but but that is where we're at now. You know, we are the gatekeepers. We are responsible for our thoughts, for our feelings, for our emotions, for our body. We are responsible. And yes. we can't we, and we can't pass that on to anybody else. Yeah, and but just also understand that as we're evolving, we're also all becoming more sensitive. So the thoughts, a lot of the thoughts that go through my mind, I know they're not all mine. <laughs> No, they're not all mine. A lot of the emotions, I'm so empathic. I am so sensitive and empathic. That's because I've cleaned out so much shadow stuff. So I know sometimes I'm feeling something. I'm like, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now then that means I've got to clear my field. And at this point, I've done enough practice that I, I know how to do that. Like that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think everyone's field. Hold on. And the whole field can get cleared now. <laughs> For anyone really sensitive, I'm just training everybody, but it's quite easy to clear the whole field now and restore to neutrality. It just depends. The more aligned with divine, the more gifts you have, the more of these abilities, but at the same time, the more you're going to feel other people's stuff too. So yeah, we're responsible for our own thoughts and our own emotions, but we also, with this, these new levels of consciousness, become more and more aware like, oh, What's mine, what's not? Yeah. Because ultimately at one, at the one divine source, it's all ours, but we're not functioning from that. Mm -hmm. We're functioning still in degrees of separation, duality. You're you, I'm me. We have individual identity. That's great. That We get to keep that. We wanted that for our ascension. So to some degree, even though it's in my field, it's mine at the same time, some of it's not. Yeah. I, I'm responsible, but I'm also responsible for knowing, ah, oh, that's not mine. I can clear it. I don't have to take that on. Makes sense. And but again, part of that is recognizing and in recognizing that not everything is ours and what to do with it. Right. Right. It's a whole new game. We're playing a whole new game on Earth. Yeah. So whole it's, new game. <laughs> it's a whole new experience. It's you know. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, we're learning new new rules of the game. Old paradigm. Old game. We didn't even know what the rules were. It was like. The, the name of the game in the old paradigm was fear-based reality that is controlled, dominated, and manipulated through secrecy, coercion, manipulation, lies, deceit, false energetic exchange, false narratives, the game of unconsciousness, separation, duality, mm -hmm. fear-based reality set up in a hierarchical, patriarchal, oligarchical system controlled by basically negative aliens so nobody even knew existed. That's the old paradigm. Everybody's starting to break free from it. Barely, barely breaking free. Yeah. New paradigm is oneness, 
divinity, divine alignment based in love, peace, joy, harmony, well-being, full prosperity. The rules of the game are align with the laws of the universe and the law of love, the law of one. Got to know what those are. Mm -hmm. Awaken to the truth of who we are and live based on yes energy we were the the new the new exchange of energy is based on what you is based on frequency vibration consciousness and awareness what are you conscious of what are you aware of what is your perspective any perspective is allowed here all perspectives are allowed not all perspectives are absolutely true real or right mm -hmm. or accurate they're all allowed they're all permitted. Your perspective is fine. It's more important that we live in harmony. You can have your perspective. I can have mine. We can coexist. That's all new paradigm. We, we don't even know what that is to be that way. <laughs> We're just learning. And most people don't even, <coughs> excuse me, fully understand the laws of the universe either. Mm -hmm. So important to understand the laws of the universe and how they work. Because, because the navigation from old paradigm to new paradigm Nothing in the old paradigm is true anymore. It never really was anyway. It was all lies, deceits, manipulations, secrecy, coercion, etc. And we didn't even know what was going on, right? I mean, war, fighting, killing, death, disease, dying. Those are normal staples in this old paradigm. Mm -hmm. Lack, poverty, limitation. I mean, that's how we've been living. Like a bad freaking dream that we thought was real and all there was. So... This navigation, you know, you start realizing like none of that stuff's true, but I don't know what is true. What's true? So this is when we teeters, we're teeters, we're leveling up, we're changing our vibration to get to this new, we're up leveling our vibration, clearing out the shadow, resolving our issues, activating and awakening more of the light, aligning with more of our divinity. And we don't know what's true. Well, that's why the universal laws are so important because those laws are like, here's what's true. Here is not only your platform, but also what will really guide you and lead you. Law, the universal laws, those laws are unbreakable. So over here, the, 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 the first universal law that pretty much everybody learns is law of attraction. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing because it's like, oh, there's something better. There's something better. I'm gonna, I wanna be the law of attraction. I wanna attract better to me. How do I do that? Okay, it's a good law. It's true, it's real, but it doesn't work independently of all the other ones. Gotta know all the laws because they're gonna be the foundation, the platform and the guidance to anchor into 5D. Mm -hmm. After that, by the way, because the laws are on six dimensional frequency bandwidth. You can go past the laws, but you can't go past the laws until you're anchored in 5D more or less and you understand and you're working with them because they are the guideposts that basically get us to this new platform. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, like you've been talking about the laws of the universe for a long time. You know, you've done classes on the laws, you know, you've been working with the laws for a long time, but I think still a lot of people don't even know that there are laws of the universe or how many there are or how to work with them. Like they still don't know that kind of stuff. So, yeah, know. I know I've been teaching that and I have a membership where it's all, I have a full course on it. And mm -hmm. I will tell you, even when I taught that full course and it's an awesome class, I mean, it's two hours, two and a half hours. And it really gives you the, the, 
the platform and the foundation of it. But a couple of years later, more than a couple of years later, I was like, I was in Florida and all of a sudden I had this rush of energy come in, this whoosh and this consciousness came into my brain, sort of, I don't know how to explain it. And it said, <laughs> I am the law of aerodynamics. I'm going to teach you what you need to know about aerodynamics. And I was like, you know, like when you get one of these, you know, brain goes into altered state, feels really good, don't know what's going on, doesn't really matter, know something really awesome's happening, great. And after I get it, you know, brain still doesn't know what happened. Brain's like, I don't know what I just got, but that was freaking cool, right? But within, you know, less than an hour of that, I'm like, why didn't you teach? Why didn't you come in before? I taught a whole course on the universal laws. Like, where were you then? I like, wasn't it important that I knew you then? And this law of aerodynamics says, no, I had no interest in you. And I was like, why? I was teaching, I'm here to teach people. I'm here to help people. Like, why didn't you make sure you were in that class? And law of aerodynamics says, you didn't have the virtues. You weren't at my frequency. It doesn't care. The law's not like sitting there being like, oh, I have to cater to you, human. The law's just like, I'm the law. I'm upholding the law. But you have to rise to that frequency energetically, which means you have to be embodying it to yeah. some degree at that frequency. You have to be a frequency match. So yeah, first we learn about it through the brain, but it's a six dimensional frequency. That's where those laws are, six dimension. And, so yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Understanding the most important law, like this is a really cool thing too, is that um, recently I was doing a channeling with Enoch. Enoch is one of the, I call Enoch an angel God. He's not in this, it's all categories, just labels for us to understand, you know, in a way it doesn't matter, but in another way we like to learn and understand. So you have angels, you have archangels, they're just different roles, right? But he, in my mind, as I understand Enoch and have communicated with Enoch is what we call an angel God, which means he's really working directly for God, doing a particular type of work for God. Mm -hmm. And so Enoch, part of his work, a huge part of his work is the ascension of humanity to assist and facilitate in the ascension of humanity. So anyway, Enoch came through in a channel and said, Please help me. Where was I going with it? Because I, I have so much information that I forgot. What, what, what were we talking just two minutes earlier? The laws? Oh, yes, I know. Thank you. It just came to me. It said it. Um, so in the old paradigm, um, people don't even know if they have free will or not. There's like, mm -hmm. have you ever heard that, Laura, where people are like, is there free will? Isn't there? Is it real? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? It's like, how ridiculous. Okay. So, but in the, in the new paradigm, in a sense, there really isn't free will because you more and more align your will with the will of God. It's like, does your pinky have free will right now? Does my pinky have free will? Like we are all in a sense, like pinkies on the finger of God. Yeah. So on the one hand, it's true. We do have free will as individuations, but more and more as we align with God, we're just like, what is your will for me? What is for my most benevolent best? Right? Well, in any case, what Enoch said was that Enoch gave a definition of free will, which was never my de uh, definition of evil, mm. which is in the old paradigm. So curious, do you know what, what, how would you define evil? Taking away my choice and freedom. Yes. 
Okay, that's not what I, how I defined it before Enoch told me. Enoch, I mean, I thought evil was the intent to cause harm. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, to me, that old paradigm is filled with that. I mean, all of the hierarchical structures, the negative aliens that nobody knows about who are no longer running our game, by the way. They're, no, they're, they're not here unless someone's still playing with them. That's different, but they're not running the show anymore. We got, came out of the quarantine that they were keeping us in. <laughs> just, people really understood this. But in any case, that's what I thought it was, the deliberate attempt, uh, the, the attempt to deliberately cause harm, including crimes against humanity, which is what we're gonna be unpacking in the next year, three years. We're gonna start realizing the crimes that were perpetuated against humanity. I thought that was evil, but Enoch said, no. What the higher realms definition of, of evil is the, the deliberate usurping attempt to usurp someone's free will. Hmm. Yeah. Now that has happened in the lower pet realms. That is what mass media is. That is what the mass media, uh, let's call it lamestream news, mainstream news. <laughs> it is the Which attempt. I, I don't, I don't follow or watch. Right. I don't know what's going so, on there. So, so the new paradigm then becomes more and more where we're aligning our will with the, the will of the divine. And in this case, the will of the divine is your own eternal ever being, right? Okay, on the way, we embody more and more of our higher self. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I am my higher self. I don't sense like a higher self. That is already, I am already embodied my, as my higher self, but there is, of course, there is an ever eternal being that, that is an aspect of creator that created me. We all have this, an ever eternal being that created us as individuations of source, creator, God, which isn't all the same thing, by the way, but levels, layers of definition, understanding, perspective. And that being is, is, is the divine. So we are aligning our will with the divine because it wants, chooses, desires, and intends for our divinity to flow through us, to work in us, through us, as us, to guide us, to lead us, and to provide to us all those beautiful experiences that we all want. Happiness, health, well-being, joy, prosperity, abundance, service and contribution for the joy. I'm not here for my, I'm here out of, this is my joy. Mm -hmm. Sharing yeah. this. Absolutely. And there's this so much, in, sorry, go ahead. This is part of my service to teach these things and share this and yeah. help others on the journey. So it's coming from a place of my joy. Otherwise I wouldn't do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like, what brings you joy? And what, whatever you do that brings you joy is going to raise your vibration and also at the same time, raise the frequency of the planet to joy. And what it does also is that it enables other people around you to also choose that. That's what we, we, we tend to forget. If you are in joy or if you're feeling good or if you're feeling happy, whatever you're feeling, the people around you are going to see that and entrain to that if they so choose, right? Um, so, you know, it helps everybody for when we maintain and are responsible for our vibration, for our frequency, for our thoughts, for our emotions. Yes. And I just say one thing is I, I have um, developed within, I, I so agree with you. It's just really about frequency bandwidth. And what, what happens when you 
have a lot of light and one of my core, um, you know, we have different um, divine, like we, there we all have access to different kinds of divinities and we can have them all, divine wisdom, divine truth, divine love. One of the ones I found that trigger people the most is divine truth. <laughs> it triggers them and it'll trigger them to think things like, um, they'll immediately go into polarities. Oh, I, you know, this is right, that's not right. This isn't what I, you know, it also triggers their judgments. Mm -hmm. I just saw someone write, why are you being so political? I didn't think I was being political at all. I didn't support any Democrats or Republicans, but I would suggest that that, tr that divine truth just triggered somebody's um, issues on whatever political, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that I said anything political, but sometimes divine truth can do that. But there's all different kinds of divine, when we're really in that divinity and we're holding that light. I mean, divine peace is another one, divine peace. Mm -hmm. And to me, divine peace is one of the most enjoyable frequencies because it tends to not, it's not destabilizing very much, although it will destabilize anything that's warlike, but it usually will transcend that very quickly. Um, you know, there are all these virtues that we develop more and more as we are more anchored and aligned with this new paradigm. In any case, um, you know, divine wisdom is a beautiful one I love that divine peace, divine truth, divine love. Everybody, not everybody loves love, by the way. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they want love. And everybody at the core of our being wants love. Of course we do. We want yeah. love. We, we're here. We want to know we're lovable. We want to experience ourselves as lovable. Um, but if you've ever done healing on anyone or you've ever sent them love, sometimes what they send back to you is like, whoa, all their stuff comes back at you. So not everybody wants love. Well, not everybody is willing to receive love. That's right. That's a better way to say it. It's so true. Mm -hmm. That's a better way to say it. Because everybody at the core does want love. But yeah. yeah. Right. I used to do healing on my brother. I mean, I learned this years ago. Also, when I was living in LA, I would send love to divine love to my neighbors because they were very, I don't know, just disruptive. And I just felt, I thought that was the solution. And they were always like fighting and arguing. So I tried to send them love and fight and argue even more. And one of my friends once said, why are you sending them love? And I was like, I, I, isn't that what we always do as light workers? Send everybody love? And yeah. my friend's like, I don't know if you want to send hateful people love. It's gonna amplify their hate. I've had a lot of that stuff in my life. It's, it's, but, you know, the more you're, you're, you're aligning with any of those core frequencies, it's going to trigger the shadow in others. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So if we're working with any form of divine truth, it's going to trigger judgment, yeah. resentment, other forms of anger in people because you're, you're triggering their, their stuff. You're, if, you're, if you're in divine love, it could trigger unworthiness, undeservability. Absolutely. You know, those lower frequencies. And that's, that did happen in 2020. A lot of that too. Absolutely. I'm For just going to say one thing to Letty that. and then we'll end this little, little, this little piece. So I'm not political at all. And my daughter hates it when I say that, but I'm absolutely not. And I'm not American. I'm Canadian. I live in Europe, blah, blah, blah. So, but the mainstream media, whether, whether Donald Trump used to say stuff or not is besides the point, the mainstream media, what you're receiving from there is not the truth of what is actually occurring on the planet. 
it is well, propaganda. It's important it to is. say. Well, say, well, thank you for clarifying that. It's just important to say the news media is owned by five major conglomerates. That is a fact, and that is that is not a conjecture. In those five major conglomerates, if you trace the money bags, will be will be traced to the same big uh, bankers. Mm -hmm. Also own all of the big pharmaceutical companies. That is that's not conjecture. That's not political. That's yeah, just a follow the money, and you'll see where the stories are coming from. Well, this is this is part of coming out of the third dimensional paradigm of secrecy. We didn't know that. Nobody yeah. knew that because what the way that those money bags were, what they did was they would hide it in like conglomerates that owned conglomerates that owned conglomerates, and then you know the pur purse strings. It was all very hidden, smartly, really smartly hidden. Yeah. In the new paradigm, that stuff cannot be hidden anymore. So if somebody- and that's what's changing. Political, that, that's not political. That's not like Trump or this one or it. It's just a fact that we're waking up to. And unfortunately it does upset people. And that's an example of divine truth coming out that can be upsetting. It is upsetting. Yeah, and, and it's okay because I mean, like all these things are going to come up. It's very upsetting. Because you know nobody wants to believe that we're being manipulated. Nobody wants to believe that that people are doing bad things on purpose. Nobody wants to believe that. That's again bypassing. I get that, right? But um, but it is about recognizing that the, the new paradigm is changing everything now. So the old paradigm is slowly crumbling away. It's right. slowly passing away, and we're order, moving into the new. Right. In order for it to change, the carpet sweeping has to stop. That's why this stuff gets exposed by divine truth. Yeah. Thing I just want to say, like, I think it's really mean to type in this is boring. <laughs> I think that's mean. Do you, I don't know. That's mean. Like, what? Well, then don't be here. Hang up. Because I and think that, there's some great stuff that we've said and shared. Absolutely. And there's been some great content and great wisdom that we talked about already, right, on, on this call. And part of it, it this, this really is about getting down to the truth of who you are and what you want and what you want to experience, right? Getting down to the truth of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And, you know, part of what we're moving into now is that authenticity, which we've been talking about forever, but really now it's about embodying that, that authenticity. Right. And, you know, so you choose, right? We all have choice. We can choose. We can choose to what we listen to. We can choose what we put into our minds. We were talking about that earlier, right? What are you choosing for yourself? Right. And yeah. so sometimes we have to have these hard discussions that nobody wants to talk about so that we can look at what is still triggering us, what is still coming up to be cleared. Yeah. You know, what, what's yeah. shadow work is still there for us to look at and clear and work with. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, for me, I don't even see. I don't have a trigger on this stuff either way. It's just the direction that the conversation went. But I don't mind having any conversation about anything. I enjoy consciousness. Yeah, that is because I'm in more like of that neutrality where I can really just share what comes up and where where it's guided or led or what's meant to be. I really do see my conversations like this is always. I I give way to let what's meant to come through come through. Yeah, and it's always very uplifting. And that's what you have to get. When we're talking about consciousness, consciousness is about what is, not about what we want necessarily, right. you know, not, not all the rose-colored glasses and blah, blah, blah. No, it's about what is and what is in this moment, what is coming up for you in this moment. And what, you know, like, you know, um, we, I, I've had the past couple of months have been hell, right? But we're moving past that. 
you know, we're we're getting through that. And now it's like the, you know, the the there is light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. It's like, yay, thank God. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, recognizing that, yeah, that was hell, but we're getting through it and we're getting better. And it's like everything is, you know, getting better to where we, to, to more of what we want to experience. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about me personally in my life, right? So you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to ignore or, or put my glasses on so that I don't see what happened. I see very clearly what has been going on for the past couple of months. And I see very clearly what's going to be coming up in the near future, you know, more or less. But it's like, what am I willing to embody now for myself? What am I choosing for myself? Am I going to stay in fear and doubt and uncertainty? No, because that doesn't work for me. For me, what I've learned is like trust and faith and surrender to what is. And at the mm -hmm. same time, you know, focus on, all right, what do I want to experience? Also choosing that, it's like really stating out loud to the universe, to God, creator, what do I want to experience? I want to experience more of this. And I'm so grateful that this is happening. And I'm so, I'm so, so grateful. And I want to experience more of this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, it's not always love and light every single moment of the day. I've had many moments when I had freakouts and I didn't want to do the show because like, I just can't, right? You know, Lori talked about saturation point. I've had many saturation points where it's like, God, I just can't take one more thing. I cannot yeah. take one more thing, right? Yeah. And so part of that is Let's being honest with yourself. Be honest with, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I was just saying this is about being honest with yourself and also at the same time being honest with God, creator, source, you know, and stating directly and clearly enough. I can't, right? And then when you know, you like, you get back to your equilibrium, it's like, okay, I'm fine now, <laughs> you know, thank you. Then you can move forward. But give yourself a chance to breathe and give yourself a chance to really look around at what's true for you. Don't always believe what you hear from everybody else. Tap into your knowing, tap into your truth your truth, what is right for you and, and, and see what, how that resonates. The other thing that I think is really worthy of discussion is something, two, two things I want to bring up here. One is the topic that we started on earlier about gratitude and being grateful. And the other is the topic of um, the value of what you're offering, the value of what one is offering. And I'll, I'll demonstrate how these two are linked. So gratitude is an expression, not only of words, but it is the gratitude of what is. So for example, if someone's sharing something, whether you like what they're sharing or not, the gratitude is the expression that the divine is working in and through and around everyone. And it has chosen any individual in a sense as an expression of itself I'll say it because I see it as all gender, no gender, it's mm -hmm. all that is. Um, so it has chosen each and every one of us as an expression of itself to express however it expresses. Now, the gratitude is an expression of the recognition of source working in and through any individual, however it's expressing. And gratitude is also an expression to the divine, to the divine, all that is, for whatever is. Now, through that gratitude, gratitude is one way to not only increase and up-level vibration, it's also a way to recognize the divinity within oneself because gratitude 
is, is really the experience of gratitude is the recognition of how brilliant one is. So as I express gratitude for the brilliance, the magnificence of another, for example, you, Alara, just for putting this show on, just for an act of your own kindness, service, and generosity, or to me for showing up and giving, it's because there's the recognition of the brilliance and the magnificence there. Only one who is brilliant, magnificent, and divine really has expresses gratitude in such a way. So it's the recognition of the divinity within oneself. So gratitude is so important, more than just because of law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I want more of what I want, so I'm gonna say gratitude. It's being, ah, oh, I'm so grateful for Alara in this moment. I'm so grateful for Lori. I'm so grateful that I'm able to show up. I'm so grateful for everyone participating and leveling up to a greater version of each and every one of ourselves. I'm so grateful for the energy. Really, there's beautiful energy on this call right now. Maybe it's emanating from, through, and around us, our connection. This gratitude up levels and anchors. So the second piece is that we talked about is the expression of the exchange of who we were. Was that the words I used? It's the same, yeah. I have the concept, but was that the words I used? So if we're using our words to express things like, I don't like this, you know, a judgment and anger, a pissed offness, we're functioning from a level, a lower frequency. Oh, this is boring, this is political, like that's all judgment, entanglement. That's not the richness or fullness of who a person really is. That's not really who you are. That's not your greatness to 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 express that way that's coming from a place of like i don't know some dense so what are you contributing through your expression is it really necessary is it really is it really serving is it serving to express because this is part of the energy exchange of the new paradigm that the expression of who we are how we express either through our voice through our hearts, through our gut, through our energy field. What are we expressing as? This is linked to the gratitude in that, that sense, the same sense that we just talked about, because if what we're expressing is serving, supporting, you know, uplifting in some way, then there's value there. But if what we're expressing is just bringing the group down, lowering the frequency, it's just pulling people down to the old paradigm, if it's judgment, Mm -hmm. It's not that that stuff can't be expressed or that there's not a place for it. There is, but in a healthy way, a healthy way would be like, okay, I'm having a session with X healer or therapist or guide or mentor, and I'm going to share about how much judgment I have about something or someone or my anger or my resentment or my frustration with political comments or whatever it is. That's the healthy, appropriate way. I want to process through this. I want to resolve it so I can up level. But if we're just sharing, like that's so old paradigm to be just sharing words of hate, for example. I call those hate words. Anything that lowers us down into an old paradigm, that those are those those are not unbecoming of us in the new paradigm. That's not a gratitude expression for all that is, nor is it really serving, contributing, or uplifting in some way. Or even if it is an expression in a healthy way, like, can you help me with this issue? That, then that's appropriate. Yeah. I have an issue with people talking about political things, or I have an issue with somebody pushing a political view. Can you help me resolve this? Because I'm obviously not in a divine neutral place if I have an issue with it. Yeah. Okay, that's 
raising your vibration. That's saying, I'm not going to carpet sweep, judge, blame, condemn. I'm going to bring it up so I can work through. But yeah. otherwise, it's, we, we, you see, this, the point of what I'm saying here, I hope everyone's with me, is new paradigm is how do we express? What are we sharing and contributing? Is there value and worth in it? Does it serve? Does it support? Does it expand? Does it uplift? And if not, am I dipping into that old paradigm again? Am I bringing people down or myself down? Because this is part of walking that bridge, old paradigm, new paradigm. Everybody is getting a choice, everybody. And now and it's, it's on the table. It and it's, and it's good that we are, we can be aware of that, right? So it's about really looking at ourselves and what's coming up for us and what questions are popping you know, for us. Like Tina is saying, just because we are aware of what is going on around us, we get to choose to play in the pile of poop or fly above it. I myself, I myself, I find myself in the poop right now, right? So <laughs> for me, funny. that's like that 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 is a question, you know, because basically she's saying, I know what's going on, all this stuff, and I, I'm feeling like I'm in the poop and I don't know what to do about it. Right? Yeah. So that that's yeah, great. You can't get out of the poop unless you know you're swimming in it. It's yeah. There are lots of people who celebrate you know. you're aware. <laughs> really celebrate your awareness, because yeah. there's a lot of people swimming in poop right now that don't know it, yeah. and that's why we have these conversations to help people realize it. I mean, literally, uh, and I'll, get, I'll 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 be more helpful on this, but let me just make <laughs> again is that the old paradigm we think it's normal to have disease that is not normal. It's really not, it's not even necessary in the new paradigm. Everything, everything is healable. In the old paradigm, it's normal. I mean, I lived part of my life before I started on my real awakening journey. I was taking literally so many pharmaceutical drugs. It was, it was horrible that doctors, I mean, horrible is a judgment word, but these doctors who were well-meaning, they just were trained by a schooling system that was run by big pharma. That's the purse strings. And so big pharma created, you know, the schooling system. I mean, it's hard to understand that that's how that system is set up. So these well-meaning doctors working with the DVM, that was the DVM was created by the military. DVM, I think that's what it is. It's that, that book that said the diagnostic book. Okay. They were giving me all these pharmaceutical drugs, like a hand, two handfuls, all colors. And that was the solution. It wasn't working for me. And I mean, I was dying the slow death, you know? So I didn't know that I was in this pool of poop. I was just trying to find a way out, but I didn't even know that was normal. I was six figures in debt, credit card debt at that time. I was working a slave job that I was miserable, jumping from job to job, I was miserable, I was overweight, my thyroid was off, uh, my hair was falling off, falling out, and going to doctors every week, and just nothing was working. And people don't know that they're in a pool of poop. They're just trying to get out. So the first thing is the awareness that you're in the pool of poop and you're trying to get out is the first thing. I mean, in that old paradigm, one more thing I'll just extend on this is like that pool of poop it's normal for war it's normal to hate your brother or sister it's normal to hate your your ex-husband who's the parent of your child why would you want to hate on the parent of your child and yet that's normal to hate one another that's normal 
It's normal in that old paradigm to judge everybody, to criticize. The inner critic is just run amok. I have a great friend. I, I just yesterday or last week posted a free 20 minute video on my YouTube channel to activate the DNA codes of immunity and imperviousness. I mean, an incredible gift, I think. And then, you know, based on a lifetime of my work, free on YouTube. And one of my very good friends writes me a letter saying, and she's a high vibe channel, how much she's so grateful, first sentence, thank you so much, I really felt it. And then three paragraphs of criticism. And I thought, wow, she doesn't see her inner critic there. Like, mm, yeah. I don't need that. I just gave something for free. I have no interest in peanut gallery critic. I'm, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Not interested. Doesn't serve me. It's not like I'm. I'm already trying to be my best. I'm not perfect, but I am actively engaged in doing my best, and I'm very aligned with my. So that, but that's normal. That's normal. So okay, long elaborate story to get to the point. How do we get out of the poop when we're in it? And I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing over and over again. The recipe for success out of old paradigm into new, new paradigm is this simple. Number one, identify it, whatever it is, identify it. Whether it's things you've been believing, ways of behaving, things you've been doing, people you've been involved with, activities. Okay, I'm sorry, I was just looking at my dog here because she just got up. Um, energies you've been entangled with, places you've been going, whatever it is that is not working, judgments you've had, you know, a thought that you've been thinking over and over again, a feeling of depression, whatever it is, you identify it. And this is not gonna happen once, it's gonna happen. It's like taking a shower, you do it almost every day, you know? It's like brushing your teeth, daily ritual. Whenever it comes up, you identify it, journal about it, write about it, get in touch to the degree so that you can bring it up to your awareness so that you can resolve it. So that is step two, you have to resolve it. How are you gonna resolve it? You're gonna find two varying degrees, all kinds of tools, some kind of healing tool or modality. EFT is a great one, any form of energy healing or clearing. You can work with a healer for your tough spots, your blind spots. Mother nature is absolutely going to help. Go out into mother nature. That is a foundational principle, foundational tool anything in nature, any kind of sunshine, breathing in sunshine, allowing this, you don't have to put your eye, don't do anything dangerous that you think is dangerous, just letting the son of God is a healer, mother earth is a healer. Movement, body movement, any form of movement, we talked about that, expressions of gratitude, a platform for uplifting yourself out of the mud, out of the poop, and then changing what you've been doing whether it's saying, I'm just not gonna hang around that person anymore, or I'm not gonna watch the news, or I'm not gonna listen to lamestream media, or you know, you have to get rid of or uh, omit the things that you were doing and or engaging in that were keeping you in the mud, and then choosing these new healthier behaviors as you're identifying whatever you've been unconscious of. And um, as you're working with your own modality to heal and resolve it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, that is the recipe right there. It's that simple. Identify what it is, 
lift it, clear it, resolve it in whatever way is right and appropriate for you, make appropriate changes, incorporate healthy ways of being and living, which includes nature, healthy food, healthy movement of the body, working with support team, whether it's a personal healer or guide or mentor. And of course, I didn't mention meditation, but meditation and breath work. These are, that's the recipe. And you be relentless about it because at this stage of the game, and yes, some, um, somebody said service to others. Yes, service and contribution. Absolutely. I mean, that's like the key to joy. Um, that's where we find our value and worth really is through our service and contribution. And it's not where we find it, but it helps us discover it from within ourselves. Yeah. And so that's, that, that, that's the recipes. That's it. And that's for everything. And, you know, sometimes we do need support from other healers, other people. Absolutely. We can't always do it on our own. We cannot. I know so many things that I have not been able to do on my own. <laughs> and, you know, and luckily I have great support team that I can turn to when I need it, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a huge part of the whole ascension is to teach. That's how we come into the oneness and the unity yeah. is the recognition that, you know, we do need one another. Yeah. And while you, I will say your codes in your DNA, your, your own physical DNA, the dormant DNA has all the solutions that you need. You're going to have, we're all going to have our own blind spots and challenge points. And this is the thing is if we're not working with it, it does get pushed up on us. And I mean, COVID is an excellent teacher in that way. Yeah. It's so an keep, excellent keep teacher doing... our blind spots where people, if people have been living in fear or giving away power to external authorities or um, not self-educating, or if people haven't been caring for their bodies, of course, that makes people more vulnerable to various forms of um, contagious types of viruses. Okay when your body's healthy and strong and you've built up immunity and when you're acting and behaving with self-love, you tend to be more likely to attract more loving people and environments and situations, right? That's just, COVID has been an excellent teacher in that way. 2020, overall, that year was designed to push whatever it was up to the surface. Yeah, and you have to be willing to ask for support. You have to be willing to receive the support, you know, so not all of us are. <laughs> I was very bad at that, not willing to ask for support, you know, and it's like, I can do this on my own. Nope, sometimes we, you know, receive, you know, just be willing yeah. to receive. Um, Mystic, you had well, your hand up a couple of times. One other thing I would also love to say too, for yeah. Tina, and that, because mm -hmm. she asked that was that, it is also really important, I think, for all of us to celebrate our successes, celebrate our wins. You know, like I was thinking about this yesterday and it's because it is a Mercury in retrograde and we're at this point in time. And so whenever there's a big planet, a significant planet in a retrograde, wherever it's asking us to sometimes review things or to complete something that we maybe weren't complete on. And I was doing that review in my head and I was realizing, wow, I, I'm, I just major, major accomplishment, lifetime accomplishment on something for me personally that had to do with family dynamics and familial relationships where I myself I had such strong family values. I wanted my whole life so deeply to have um, healthy 
deep, rich, fulfilling relationships with my nuclear family, my natal family. And that was probably for me, my greatest, most painful challenge, excruciating, emotional, mental pain and torment for me my whole life with my nuclear family. I was so attached to those relationships going the way I wanted them to go. I, I perceived and expected my family to be, I held them to a higher level of standard and expectation than they held themselves to. And that wasn't fair to them. That wasn't their, what they wanted for themselves. And so in the retrograde moments of the last week, I was doing a lot of review on that. And I was like, wow, wow, I've come so far. I'm finally in a place with my nuclear family. Like so much pain was there for so long. I'm finally like in a place I just really wish them their most benevolent best. I, I am wholly and completely finally in a space of just, I accept them. I'm not expecting them to change. I don't want or need anything from them. And yet I love them. And I wish for their most benevolent best. And I'm good. Like I'm, I'm fine with them, whatever. And I thought this is a whole lifetime of my inner work. Like nobody would have seen that publicly because that's just been my private work that I've had to work on. And I really had to celebrate that triumph. And I want to say that to you, Tina, that I'm sharing that story for you because Tina as a name, nameology, I love nameology. It's one of my teachings and trainings. Tina is a name that means and translates to one who seems small, but is hugely triumphant. The T letter in and of itself is an, a letter of triumph. Sorry, I got it. My dog, hold on. Lady, I don't want you to... That's that. I know. That's about so she just did a little poopies in it. Ah. In an appropriate place, because I have her in a safe place. <laughs> I just wanted to cup. You know, it's a little blanket. Wanted it out of the space. Anyway, so Tina, I'm sorry, Tina, but isn't that funny? Because you asked the question about you know, being in the poop. So Tina is a name that carries so much triumph. Your T is meant to take the trouble that you've had, like a broom, sweep it up and turn it upside down and become triumphant. That is a huge part of your journey, Tina. And so the reason I shared that story, which was very personal, was just to help you to realize like, you are coming to a place of triumphant, triumphant in your life. And part of what's gonna get you out of the poop is to celebrate, celebrate your triumph, even if it's personal, even if it's private, within yourself, which is the most important place to do it anyway. Celebrate your triumph. Look for all the ways you have been triumphant with your journey. That's going to level you up out of the poop in a big way. And we are all discovering our inner triumph in different ways, but that is a namesake for you that you chose your name, Tina. And I hope that's helpful too. I hope that's helpful. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, TLC, I saw her put in the comment there about yeah. tender loving care too. TLC. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So you're here to do tender, loving care for yourself to help you. That's another perfect way to get out of the poop too. Yeah. Tender, loving care with ourselves as we are tender, loving and caring with ourselves. And yes, with others too, but certainly when we need it for ourselves, that gets us out of the poop, mm -hmm. learning self-love and self-care. Cause that's another thing in the old paradigm. You don't, we don't learn self-love and self-care in the old paradigm. Nope. Not at we all. The way to elevate out of that old paradigm.
<laughs> to raise our vibration, right? Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how we can assist animals on a global scale, because, you know, I have my little Neo, you have your little Emma. Yes. Hi, Hi baby. Yeah, well, let me, um, I'll do some of the animal stuff. So a lot of people don't always realize that animals are here as um, anchors for the new paradigm. Mm -hmm. And animals are um, embodying all of the, the, the highest virtues that we are learning. We're learning. So we're learning in the old paradigm, the virtues that we sort of have are like, don't kill, don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie. Like if you're honest and a good person, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. those are like your, your core virtues. And, you know, you try to be a good person and mm -hmm. maybe you're a good Samaritan in the old paradigm, right? You do some nice acts of kindness, random. I, I remember that was like a big thing for me when I first started waking up, I was like, I'm gonna do random acts of kindness all the time. And I, I, it was a good staple, right? But like in the new paradigm, the virtues that we develop are just, we have so many wonderful virtues. The animals are anchored there. They already have those virtues. They're already behaving in those ways. So anyone who's ever like had an animal companion, you know that they're the embodiment of those best virtues. Mm -hmm. And you, you know that they're here to help us learn from them. Um, you know, they, they, they don't have to learn forgiveness. Yeah. Dogs don't have to learn forgiveness. Cats are not learning interdimensional seeing, you know, but they already have that. Um, cats, you know, like, I just go, I could go on and on. The animals are our teachers. Mm -hmm. The animals in our family that live with us are healers and teachers to us. And um, they also, they tend to just like everything environmental, they'll sponge up what's in their environment. So, um, and they've done that as a way to help us learn and to become higher frequencies. So they're in a way they're sponging up our density, but they also will increase the light mm -hmm. energetically. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's really helpful to understand if you have an animal companion, it doesn't even matter. It could be a fish. It doesn't matter what type of animal, they're all functioning with this kind of divine mission to help humans embody the, the highest virtues available and to teach humans about these highest virtues and then also to help humans heal and resolve the density or the shadow aspects that we've carried. So um, that's overall like a mission. She's playing with something on the gate. Can you hear that? I'm gonna yeah. pick her up. <laughs> She has a lot of patience with me and she'll be really quiet for a long time. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, she's doing great. I'm already going back down with her, but anyway, so um, yeah, so then, and then you have animals in general who are living in different geographical areas who do not necessarily live with humans who are doing tasks for humanity. You know, whales and dolphins, mm -hmm. it's commonly you known, increase the frequency and vibration of the waters. And that was a gift from not only from the divine, but from those kingdoms and they are connected to, those are connected to star family races, whales and dolphins. They have direct portals straight back to extraterrestrial planetary existences where they live, where they have lived um, if they choose it. So, which is why dolphins 
for example, great example, dolphins can breathe. They breathe on, on choice. They are con con always consciously choosing to be here. So they're doing that mission for humans because they knew that we had the capacity to destroy our waters and that we would go extinct if we didn't keep our waters clear. So they commissioned themselves in a sense as active service to help keep the waters clear, for example. Elephants, another one, I talk about this a lot. Elephants have the, these massive brains on purpose because they're holding up the records, right? So because in the old paradigm, humanity has been lied, all of our history, everything we've been taught in terms of our history, it's all, I mean, not modern history, not recent history, but the history of humanity and earth and civilization, those histories have been so distorted um, and manipulated. And so the elephants with their huge brains have the history of earth. Mm -hmm. And when you learn how to animal communicate, you can find out a lot of this. Um, they also can, they, because they have the records, they hold the Akashic records, elephants can access your history if you're communicating with them and they can help you know yourself. So a great example, I was in Africa on a tour uh, many years ago and I came like eye to eye with this elephant on a tour. I mean, like a couple arm distance away, I couldn't believe. And this elephant, I had one of those eye to eye moments, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I like had my life flash before me. I just, in a second, like saw my whole life, like that elephant was able to see it and flash it to me. Like, it, I don't know if it, this elephant was looking at my story or showing it to me, mm -hmm. but the words that the elephant said to me were, remember who you are. And with that, the sentence itself seems so little, but at the time I was in a very 3D tour with kind of 3D people. And I was definitely being very, like I was not being able to enjoy the tour as much. I was being challenged by like, well, my family relationships for sure mm -hmm. at that time. And, you know, just whatever was going on and the, you know, empath sensitivities and and that elephant was basically saying, in a sense, like if you remember who you are, the core vibration of you, the end, the essence of who you are, you won't be so upset. You'll be able to enjoy yourself. Like that's what that elephant was saying in a second, in a flash. So, you know, this is why I love animal communication, telepathy, and I love teaching it and I love sharing about it because the animals have solutions for us and answers and wisdom and guidance and they are our teachers, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm so grateful for Neil. He has been such a gift to me. It's like, oh my goodness. And such a, yeah, I'm so grateful. You know, and it's funny, remember, cause like I told you about Neil when we first got him and um, yeah. I always said, he's my puppy, he's my baby. Now Robert keeps saying on the phone that he's his baby and he's uh -huh. looking forward to seeing him and he's his baby. It's like, it's mine. I was like, okay, fine, you can have him. It's like, yeah. fine, we can share. But yes, um, there's enough love to go around with them. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What I will say is, uh, this is one thing I always feel like the animals ask me to say this a lot, and I, I don't always say it. And that's that um, one of the things that they really ask, and they, they reference like this concept of the law of attraction, is they really ask for us to stop sharing and indulging in their pain, hmm. including, you know, like, um, advertisements for not-for-profits that show all the horrible abuse to animals or you know like they're saying don't they don't say sweep it under the carpet or pretend what they say is to focus more on 
sharing more and more of the great things that are happening. Like for example, I remember only a few years ago, maybe five, seven, eight years ago, I would go into those mainstream pet markets, Petco, mm -hmm. and they didn't even know what raw pet food was. They didn't even have freezers. Now that's a standard. Yeah. That is good news, right? Because the raw pet food, even if you warm it slightly, it's way healthier than crappy bagged mm -hmm. cookies. Cookie food is just pet food companies. Don't even get me started. <laughs> so that's a great example. Another great example is certain countries, for example, Tonga, have given whales citizen rights, equal rights as human citizens. Now that is great news for whales and for humanity because the plan for the animal kingdom is that they also get an ascension, that they get to be recognized as the sentient beings that they truly are. They are sentient beings, fully sentient beings. And in some cases, some animals are way more sentient than humans are. <laughs> Do you know, we're sentient beings too, of course, but we're all at varying degrees of our awakening journey, you know, <laughs> different spaces, places, energetics no rightness or wrongness to that, just it is what it is. So some, in some cases, animals are much more sentient than some humans, many humans. Yeah. And the ascension plan for animals is that they are going to be recognized as sentient beings. And as the sentient beings they are, and humanity will, will more and more wean off of eating animals for food source. But this is happening gradually as evolution happens. But so the animals request this in the sense that acknowledge all the great things because this will help us and if you indulge in our pain you are literally giving life to pain and suffering yeah. animals and they say without any form of judgment or wrongness that very often it's the animal lovers who are the, the worst culprits of this because the old paradigm teaches us to pay attention to pain mm -hmm. and suffering and indulge in pain and suffering. And we unconsciously do this. We don't realize that we do it, you know. Yeah, because we think we're helping in some way. You know, we want to help. System, in that reality, it's not how energy works. Mm -hmm. What you pay attention to is what you get more of, including pain and suffering. Yeah. So you have to find that balance. This is what we've been talking about of working with the pain and suffering in a conscious way with the intention to transmute it into higher frequencies and higher states of love, um, pure states of love and consciousness uh, without carpet sweeping it or denying it. And at the same time, never ever indulging it or expanding, you know, more of it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the line we walk. And that's why that's why I love a call like this. That's why I show up to these groups because we get an opportunity to speak honestly, openly, and to address it and not just be, you know, carpet sweepers and at the same time recognize the purpose is to transcend those shadow aspects of our unconscious. Yeah. And I think that's what the animals are doing too. You know, that's what their huge part of their purpose is. And that's <laughs> she loves your necklaces. She just wants to chew them all. That's what they've been teaching, you know. That's what those animals are doing. So yes, and you know, I mean, a little puppy is a baby. It's not like she's in her sitting there, like, like, oh, I'm here to change the world. But it's just like she has a higher self, divine self, just like we all do. So she's having an experience. All of our animals are just like us, having an experience, just like we are. 
Yeah. Right now, exactly. her experience is play, fun, and the exploration of what it means to fight on <laughs> jewelry and hair. <laughs> so and cute. That's learning, but she's, you know, her divinity has a real reason and purpose. And that's to support, you know, her human in the journey as well, and to have her own expansion journey as well. Mm-hmm. Like that, we're all like that, all living beings. Part of our consciousness requires us to recognize that all living beings are sentient and that the divine is in all living beings. And that includes plants, minerals, the crystalline realm, mm-hmm. yep. right? All, all of it. I hope that's yep. helpful. No, and it's, it's, it's a great reminder too, you know, it's like, you know, we, we all, there is divinity within all living things, but it's not just all living things that it, the divinity is everywhere, right? The source creator God is everywhere, you know? Yeah. Even all the shadow stuff that we judge as wrong, even that old paradigm stuff, there's no wrongness in any of it. Political, not political, mainstream, lamestream. It's, there's no wrongness in it. It was a game that we played as source, as aspects of source, exploring and what it meant to be unconscious, mm-hmm. what it meant to be in a game of separation and duality, what it meant to experience fear. Cause source could never experience that without us being unconscious of that. I'm gonna put you down again now, lady, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, there's no wrongness in any of it. I don't have any judgment about, I don't even, I don't even have a, a political choice in me. That's not how I function anymore. Yeah. But it's it, not, is, it is a matter of right. It just was what it was. And yeah. that game is, for me, is over. I'm not interested in it anymore. And I think those of us choosing a conscious ascension path and those of us wanting something better for ourselves, for one another, for the whole of humanity, including animals, especially too, for us animal lovers. Yep. We want something new and better. We know it's possible. And now we're navigating our way to create that and to level up into that because it exists. It's already been created by us, future versions of us that we're becoming and aligning with. Yep. We've already created it. It's already anchored in. And we're having to become vibrationally compatible by making that shift from that old paradigm. But none of that's wrong. It's just a game we played. And yeah, it's no fun. I don't want to play with war anymore. Do you? I don't want to play with fighting anymore. I'm not interested in argument. I'm not interested in debate. I have no interest in that. Yeah, exactly. I don't really care about being criticized. I've been criticized enough, haven't you? <laughs> yep. It's not really fun to play with that. I really do love celebrating other people's triumphs, their successes. Last night was one of my... New besties, her mm. birthday. Aurora, and yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Aurora's birthday. And we yeah. all went out. There were a lot of us. And I mean, we went around the table. And we gave her affirmations of love. And she was receiving that. And I mean, that's a whole new game. Like, that's so much more fun to celebrate yeah. someone's wonderfulness. I mean, I was just so happy to see her having such a good time. I was so glad to be part of a circle of of people who are just loving on someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's, that's a new way of being. And we can all choose that as well. You know, and that's the thing. There's like, what are you choosing for yourself as, as we are moving into this ascension paradigm, ascension timeframe, ascension timeline, whatever word you want to use. But we are all moving forward by our choices. Um, 
in a new way. And it's not always easy. It's not always fun, but you get to choose. You get to choose, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not always fun. There's definite choice moments where you're like, I can go down this road and get upset, get angry, get mad. You know, I can choose an old way of being, or I'm going to choose a new way of being. And I talk about that a lot in a lot of my classes and teachings is what you have is these um, frequency fences. Mm -hmm. And so a frequency fence is always an energetic sort of non-physical fence energy between old you, new you, and or old energy, old paradigm energy, new, new paradigm energy. And so you, the experiencer, when you come up one, with one of these frequency fences, usually some part of your shadow gets triggered. Yeah. You meaning all of us. And so that, you know, in that moment, there's judgment or there's anger or there's accusation or some lower energy, right? Some kind of experience that's going to be like the old version. And then the frequency fence is usually on the other side of the frequency fence. You're there, some better version of yourself, higher, clearer, pure, more loving, more enlightened version of yourself, right? And usually there's another person here or experience that's holding the light saying, hey, here we are. But you got to get through this frequency fence. And if you're going to hold on to that judgment or that anger or that resentment or that blame or that victim or whatever it is, that point of view, you can hang out there, but I'm not going there because I got, I'm already on the other side of this frequency fence. I'm already in the light on this particular issue or this particular. And so you, whoever you are, which could be any of us, mm -hmm. has to make a conscious choice. Do I want to hold on to this judgment? Do I want to hold on? Do I want to make this person wrong? Blame them, shame them. Do I want to try to control this, this outcome? And you see, it happens so fast. It happens yeah. in an instant. So most times you miss it. Yeah. It's only if you're conscious enough to reflect on it and say, okay, I'm willing to look at that shadow in me yeah. that had that little game. This is the, this is the frequency fence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is where you get to say, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? What am I going to choose? And, you know, even like judging yourself could be one of them. Oh, I'm not, I'm going to love myself. How do I love myself through this? Always will get you through the frequency fence to up level is some form of grace and humility. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... You know, that's why Ho'opono works. Ho'oponopono will work well. Yeah, it does. That, that's a form of grace, humility, love combined. Ho'oponopono, your way through those challenging times, moments. Forgiveness, self-forgiveness, compassion. Those are those frequencies that get you through the frequency fences. And then when you, when you grace, if you don't know, call on divine grace and get humble. I don't know what I don't know. A prayer always works really well in those moments. And then you find yourself on the other side of the frequency fence. You don't even realize you're like, oh, light bulb moment. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh. Oh, I get it now. I see what I didn't see. And we're starting to have more and more moments like that. We're starting to have more and more moments like that. We're going to have a few moments where we fall back into the old patterns and the old paradigm, and that's okay. But those times when you actually make it to the other side it's like oh yeah awesome great so you're going to have more and more of that and you know celebrate those because i mean the, the it's an ebb and flow it's always an ebb and flow yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, all right. That's one. one other thing too, is that um, one of the things I just love the best, I will say is the whole DNA thing, because we mentioned this earlier, but I've been working with the DNA now for, you know, 20 years, I would say. And that's part of my storyline of when I was living in Maui and I kind of hit my rock bottom and I moved to Maui I be, and I became a dog trainer. I started working with my gifts. You know, I started becoming telepathic and hearing the dogs and learning animal communication, utilizing it. And then I was getting into all the healing arts and I had what I call a first contact experience with my star. I call my star family race. You know, that's when my earliest, what I would say, dormant DNA started to get activated, which we all have. I don't know if you can hear her pulling on this. I'm going to pick her up again. because She's at the time. She's ready for playtime. Mm -hmm. Anyway, when I um, started working with the DNA and activating the dormant DNA, I realized more and more how you know, the greatest stuff is coded within us. It doesn't have to all be hard. You were talking about it because we're, we're helping, we're doing our best to help people navigate the challenge points and how you go through it and what's going on. But all of our gifts are in our DNA. And I, you know, that is, you know, if you're willing to go to the shadow again for a moment, that's what the tests are with the nose. Mm -hmm. And the thing up the nose, they get to capture DNA. So the DNA is the, um, it's like the gift of the Magi, right? It's the, it's your greatest gift to yourself. And it is sort of your, um, it's, it's just your greatest gifts are in your DNA. I'm saying you, but I mean all of us. Mm -hmm. So when we start working with the, what's been dormant in the DNA, the dormant codes, um, one of the most important codes that we have in there, it, which is dormant, it's just been dormant. It's just been deactivated. It's like a blueprint in the DNA waiting to be reactivated is, is the code of the original divine blueprint for humans. Mm -hmm. So because we've had an, a sort of a negative alien race, more than one race controlling uh, secretly controlling our human physical earthly reality. And nobody has known about this. We're getting really feisty now. Ow, that's feisty, honey. She's like, it's enough, huh? <laughs> so we didn't know that. And um, they have basically really messed with the DNA. Mm -hmm. I, they've used different systems to do that. So for example, most humans are very unaware that the, the original divine blueprint for human, for the human body embodiment, and this is in animals too, is for perfect and ideal health. It doesn't include aging, but aging is another thing because it's, that's linked into time and linear time. <laughs> it doesn't include disease. So that has to be reactivated in every human and ideally animal too. Um, for the original divine blueprint. Also, for example, codes of immunity. I referenced those earlier. The codes of immunity and imperviousness. Like I said, I have a free video on YouTube now because you have codes of immunity and imperviousness. Now, when you get those codes activated, you, if you don't consciously will it, because free will does is real. 
to greater and lesser degrees. I'm going to have to, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this because she's getting, she needs her exercise. But so codes of immunity and imperviousness are in our DNA. And when they get activated, really activated, you're not walking around being afraid you're going to catch a virus. And what happens is the way they work, it's dormant. Okay. This is new paradigm, spiritual healing. There is no scientific foundation that I know of for this. So I can't claim it that way, but I do know as a spiritual, gifted spiritual healer, it's real. So when you get these activated, what happens is it shifts and changes the consciousness and the consciousness directs the DNA. The DNA is literally telling, the RNA is telling the DNA what to do. This is high frequency, new paradigm stuff. It's saying you're immune and you're impervious. All of the cells in the body start taking the direction. From, from the consciousness, the vibratory state, sorry, this is a little doggy here, of the experience changes. I mean, I'm gonna put you in here because this is a safe place for you for right now. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Five more minutes. All of the consciousness changes, the vibratory state changes, and the body being does become immune and impervious. Now that doesn't mean that you go and, you know, screw with the laws of nature and say, I'm gonna go stand in front of anybody who's coughing or sneezing or run through a COVID ward and say, I'm immune. No, because that, that's arrogant ego. That's not how it works. It, you work in harmony. You live in harmony with all that is. You in harmony and respect that there is a frequency that could be identified as COVID. And for some people who are plugged into that frequency, they're having very real experiences. Their awareness has not woken up yet to this. They haven't awakened this yet within themselves, but it's available to them if they choose it. So these DNA codes are very important. Very few people realize like one of the, um, what we call negative codes, we can use the word negative in this case, is crucifixion implants implanted in the DNA. People don't even know they have them. They got in there through lifetimes and lifetimes of religious ritual, religious sacrifice. It's just, we don't even know, we can't trace it back into our, with our linear minds, although it is knowable information now. But that those crucifixion implants are running in the, in the first two strands of co corrupted DNA from our old ancestral lives, lifetime after lifetime. And that is all about being disconnected from our source, Mm -hmm. disconnected from our ability to create what we want and disconnected from our mother earth at the feet, bound at the feet, bound at the hand. And this is like a program running and this is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. It's so easy to clear once you understand that it's there and you know how we can all clear this. And this, this is when we stop giving, there's also another program in the DNA called the false sky God, false sky God, some God out there, <laughs> yeah i don't know is he nice does he punish you does he make you a sinner i don't know is he real isn't he real better worship him because he might punish me that's a false sky god mm -hmm. that is not infinite love infinite love we all have a god of our understanding whatever that is the divinity that we're becoming intimately connected with and to but it's not some fake punishing false sky god that's <laughs> Santa Claus rewarding some and punishing others. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so 
that false sky god is, is coded into the DNA, manipulated the true human DNA. Once it's cleared out, I'm free from that stuff. Yeah. No longer think you're a sinner. You realize you never could be. All those programs of sin that may have been from your lineage or, and the thing is a lot of this stuff influences us very unconsciously, we don't realize. So um, anyway, I can go on and on about these codes. There's the first two strands of codes, like any and all forms of disease are typically corrupted DNA in the first two strands, right? Corrupt, I call them corrupted because it's not the truth of who we are becoming and evolving into. We have to clear that out. And then of course, all the genetics are just the stories that we took on from our lineage, from our ancestors, from generation to generation to generation. So let's say you had, a, let's say this lifetime, you're having a really hard time meeting your divine partner mm -hmm. or your soulmate, your right romantic partner. Let's just say for an example, for all you know, and it doesn't really matter if it's true anymore or not, but it could be that your grandmother's grandmother's grandmother, grandmother was some um, woman who decided she was going to be ch chased for her whole life. And she decided that all men are evil or what, I don't know what something. And it got passed down because she told her child about it. Mm -hmm. and she told her child's child and the child, you know, it gets written and coded into the DNA. Genetic programming, false programming, not even mm -hmm. true. You can totally change it, right? This is why the healing journey is so magnificent because once we identify that, we can clear that. And then what do you know, lo and behold, the next week or the next month, you know, or you look back at your, at your astrology that said you're never gonna meet a man or your right partner. And then the next week it's like, oh, it's according to my astrology, it's coming. And then your energy shifts and you're like, oh, I believe it's possible again. And then, you know, then also new opportunities. Oh, this friend has some. And then before you know it, you meet your person. But you don't even link it back to the fact that you cleared that out of your DNA because you didn't even know that was there in the first place right. until you became aware of it. Right. It's that kind of thing. So the first two strands that we've been living with are carrying these, I call them corrupted programs or false programs or sometimes negative alien implants. Mm -hmm. um, and they're nothing to be afraid of, but they are something we do have to become conscious of, in my opinion, so that we can resolve them because those two strands are typically the things we've worked on our whole life and we feel like we've got no, nowhere. If you've got anything in your life where you feel like you've worked on something your whole life and just no matter what you've done, it usually can be resolved through the DNA and, the, and, and then all of the other stuff of who we're evolving into, that's our gloriousness, that's our magnificence you know, your, your great mission, your great service, your super genius abilities, your super talents, your ability to be an animal communicator, an energy worker, whatever it is like that you're wanting, your, you know, your, your dream life, like all of those expressions of you, those are just also like blueprints in the DNA. They're just dormant there for you to say, I do want that. I want to activate that. I want to turn that on. Your ability to know like who your star family is and what star family races where you're going to get your great, you know, your greatest gifts from that. Cause we all have connections to star family beings. Yeah. We can know our star family lineages. We can have just, it's, it's endless. It's, it's, 
it's all in there. It's in the DNA. That's why I love that. It's like awakening the codes within us that are, you know, our brilliance, our magnificence, our greatness. And I just say one other thing. It's not like a, a pill, right? The old paradigm, take a pill, call me in the morning. You'll feel better with an aspirin. Won't really fix it, but it'll band-aid it long enough so you can forget that it was there mm-hmm. until some point in the future when you have to face it. No, it's not like a pill. It's, you know, it's an evolving process. It's an evolutionary process. So yeah, there is no magic pill. There's no one pill is going to fix everything in your life. You really have to like get, throw that out the window. That does not exist. Um, so <laughs> right now, what Lori was talking about with regarding to the DNA is what's available for you in the package that Lori is offering this time around. The dormant DNA activations with sacred key code activations and star code marking activations. Right. So this is available for you at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lori two. And the thing is, you know, this is um, this is something that it, like 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 Lori said, it's a process. It's not just like one 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 and done. You know, it's a, it's a process of doing these different speed activations and processing and integrating and living your life, right? And choosing what it is that you want to uh, create and how you want to express yourself moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think what's what's really great about those about the DNA package that we're that I'm offering um, here today for those who are wanting to do more and learn more about this and awaken more of the dormant DNA and clear more of that shadow DNA is that the um, the whole package is comprised of about probably five years of DNA activations but all of them are meditations with healings and channeling. And so, and you get access to it. It's like you, you can listen to it whenever you want, of course. Um, but also in there are several meditations where you learn to activate your own DNA. So a ton of it is just listen, breathe, receive, allow, and it's done because you're participating with your consent and with your energy and it's always the divine that does the activations, right? I'm a facilitator, channel, you know, heal, you know, I'm doing, I'm working in the physical world for the divine as a spiritual healer. But also it's really um, a wonderful package because you get to learn how to do it for yourself too. Right? There's certain meditations in there that are just designed for that. Plus what's great about it is that the channelings, every one of those activations are always different. Mm-hmm. And the channelings that come through, sometimes it's members of the animal kingdom, sometimes it's star beings, different star family races. They give insights and guidance on navigating our reality. We have angels, angel gods, um, archangels, ascended masters. It's just so much incredible channeling that comes through too. So even though it's activating and clearing and healing and meditative, it's also, really enlightening just tons of I mean the content is incredible and it really does help you shift your reality because what are we talking about in the end it, 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 at the most basic most basic level of what's going on in our reality the whole of humanity all it is is levels of awareness we, we call it level but it, a better way to say it would be frequent vibratory states of awareness 
frequency, frequency bandwidth of awareness. So one person's awareness who right now is maybe they can't pay their mortgage or their, you know, someone they love is suffering or being challenged with illness or that's a, that's a frequency of awareness. This is my awareness of what's happening in my reality. And then someone else is maybe struggling with COVID or someone else's struggle, you know, whatever. And then you have other people having other awarenesses, whatever they are all over the planet. Well, what happens with these DNA activations is when you're in this energetic state, the DNA is getting activated. In those moments, it's shifting your frequency of awareness. It's up leveling, shifting, changing the vibratory state. It's downloading and activating new frequencies of awareness within you. And then what happens is through that awareness, your whole experience changes, not like a pill, but it does, it changes. And then you wonder like, you can't, that's when you have those moments where you get to reflect and be like, oh my God, this has changed. That's why I was have, explaining that storyline of, with my family, like just, wow, like massive change. And I, in a way, didn't even see it happening. And at the same time, I was working on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So much better. So much better. Yeah. And that's how that happens. And that's why I love the DNA part, because it's as close to a pill as a solution, I think, as you can get from a perspective of spiritual healing. Because once, it's, once a new blueprint is being read, a lot of it does sort of seem to start happening very automatically. And by the way, I'll just reference the lower realms for a moment. You know, the vaccination program that's un has been underway. We know, we know that, that the purpose of those vaccines, what they're doing is using messenger RNA to tell the DNA what to do. That's why there's a lot of videos that are kind of, they're trying to take them off, but where people who got those vaccines, their bodies are doing things like this because they can't control their bodies anymore because the, the messenger RNA has now gone into the DNA and started telling it what to do. And so now their higher functions are not functioning because there's those vaccines have done that. Not all, I'm not saying all, but in some cases that has happened. Mm -hmm. Well, in the higher realms, we're doing something similar, but it's entirely pure. So when you get really good DNA activation, this happened to me for two years and now it was going on like this. I would call it floppy fish syndrome. I would get DNA activations and my body would be doing stuff like this because I couldn't hold the light. My body was too dense. So the light was charging through, moving out of shadow, and, but it was blissful. It was never scary when I was getting it in those earlier days. I didn't even really fully understand. It. I was playing with it for myself. And so I'd have these moments of just like, right? Similar, totally different because this is mm -hmm. and I could stop it at any point. I could be like, okay, well enough. Like that's a little too weird for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd have all this more light and all this more enlightenment. And that's the whole brings us back full circle to the conversation of embodiment because now I'd be embodying all this new awareness, all this new consciousness that's contained within the codes that the codes are now expressing in me and through me. So you see the same games playing out in the lower realm. It's just secrecy, manipulation, coercion, um, unconscious uh, giving power away. And the new, it's reclaiming power, re reawakening, reactivating it. And all that's in the DNA. 
So to me, you can choose. That's why I just love this stuff. And that's why I decided to make it available here because it's very powerful and does not only, yeah, heal and restore the body through some of the codes to ideal optimal state of health and well-being, but life experience change, you know, all areas, you know, that are relevant for you. So, and that's, what's going to assist us in this new Ascension paradigm to move forward with ease, you know, cause it's like, you know, we, that, that's what we want in our lives is, ha- is to have more ease, more flow, more grace. And um, these DNA activations are going to help you to do that if, you know, because it's going to start changing, you know, what you're experiencing, what you, what's available to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so again, I love that you just said that. I mean, that you said what's available to us because mm-hmm. you see when we start activating this stuff, and opening up to these higher frequencies or these pure frequencies, it does present new opportunities that weren't there. So uh, and going back to the COVID as an example, a person who believes, you know, who's just been watching TV, their perspective and watching the news is that there's very limited choice. You either get a vaccine or you be afraid, you know, you might get it. But when we start opening to these potentials, the the quantum field of infinite potential and the divinity that is within us, the divinity says, ah, they're up-leveling. There's much more available here. This this is an old game of limitation and lack. This is a new game of limitless potential. And the limitless potential is all based in love, joy, happiness. It's based in these frequencies. So yes, more potential opens to us, more positive, desirable potential in all areas of our life and our of our lives and I, I do share my story especially this past year as an example because like I packed up moved across country I never had any lockdown in my life mm-hmm. I didn't have any of those issues I ran a sold-out retreat in Arkansas where we were digging with crystals and playing with crystals and having a fabulous time like everybody fell in love with everybody and I'll be doing that again this year I mean, I, I, I traveled from Florida all the way up to South Dakota and then all the way across to Sedona. Well, I guess people were having an experience of lockdown. Mm-hmm. I was eating out and having a great time. And that's that stuff is available to us. It's just, I wasn't playing that old game. I was already in these new frequency bandwidths. And that's why, yeah, that's why I teach what I teach. I'm just providing an opportunity. It's up to everybody else. It, whatever anyone wants to choose and and that's the thing it's like you're sharing what was available to you and that is also available to us if we if we choose it um and also what's available to everybody is what's for your most benevolent best yeah your best trajectory but it is up to each person to choose it and i do know so much of that is really stored in the dna it's like this whole concept that you know that you, you you just everything's there the whole the whole re i the brilliance and magnificence of god's brilliance god's divine brilliance is that your holy grail the holy grail of you each of it every one of us that is entirely unique and individual to each and every one of us it's in our dna mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yeah, 
Beautiful. And it's even so much more than the DNA, but the DNA unlocks yeah. the key codes to unlock it and awaken it all. So that's that's what I want to say about that. So yeah, so um, that is available. And there's, you want to say that website link again for that? Yeah, so it's alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lori 2. <laughs> awesome. And do we have to say a code for them to get the discount on that or is it yeah, on there? And, and it, yeah, when they click on the link, it, it, it is there. It is uh, renew DNA is the code to use. Right. And so they're saving uh, yeah. 33% on so, the normal. Yeah. So it just, you know, look at that, look at that page, see all the different activations that are available to you. And um, one second, do you want me to write in the copy? One second, paste. There you go. And again, while, while is... typing that in, I'll say one other thing. In those DNA activation calls, when you listen to them, you'll see how you can include your animals because as long as they're your animals, you're you're legally responsible for them. And therefore there's contracts and agreements that they can get any activations that you, that you get, which helps the animals. And also mm -hmm. if you have children under the age of 17. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great way to also really help your children and your animals, because you see the divine is working of course with your free will consent, but it's also working with you know, the, the universal laws are in there. You'll, you'll hear and see in the meditations how we use the laws. So when the laws are, the laws are saying, well, by law, in your physical reality, when you have a child under the age of 17, you are responsible for them as their guardian. Therefore, if you consent your child under the age of 17, you have the legal right to consent that your child gets this too. So therefore you're helping your children. Mm -hmm. Same with your animals. And if you're a foster parent, a legal foster parent, that is also included. It does, you hear it in the meditation. It's a great way to help those you love yeah. who maybe are too young or can't consent for themselves. Um, the other thing too is we work in a lot of those calls with what we call the bloodlines, which is mm -hmm. your ancestors. It's all orchestrated by the laws and by the divine. So you hear me translating it because I'm a channel and a translator, but it's so beautiful and pure. And it's a wonderful way to, I mean, my parents are a great example. They have no idea that I, in a conscious way that I do this stuff, but my father is over 80. He's still jogging every day. My mother's over 80. She's still playing tennis every day. Wow. They're living <laughs> incredibly healthy, happy, fulfilling lives. Mm -hmm. And I have clients who I have, in fact, one of my clients just the other day, she said the same thing. She was like, I don't understand. My mom's doing so great. She's not on the ascension. And I'm like, well, you've been doing DNA activations with me for 10 years. Do you think that that's having an effect on her? Absolutely. And she said, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. It does. It does. It's part of when we're working with in the laws of the universe. What's so amazing is that we have the capacity to help the whole of humanity. Mm -hmm. when we're working in alignment with the divine. So it's, it's, it's also why I love the whole, I love the DNA stuff so much because it's really, it's so powerful because we're working with the quantum field with the divine and we're serving humanity. At the same time. It's yeah. really amazing. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank yeah, you. I think you guys all will too. Yeah, absolutely. So again, the, the 
link is in the, the chat. But again, it's alar.at for a show for slash Lori2. And the coupon code is renew DNA. So please do check it out, take advantage of it. And this is, you know, one tool, one resource. I mean, there's like hours and hours of content and meditations and activations and speed activations in there. But this is something that you'll be able to use over and over again to assist yourself and your family and your uh, pets, your children and your pets. Absolutely. So why not? And, you know, like, like Lori said, this may be one of those things that actually is a uh, magic pill. Because <laughs> we always say, there's no pill. There's no pill. But maybe this might be it, you know? So it's close, but it's, yeah, there's no magic <laughs> pill, but it is. Yeah. All I can say is working with the divine to me is, is the only way these days, working mm. with the divine. Absolutely. Yeah. So connect to yourself, see what, you know, choose for yourself what you'd like, you know, and start to focus on what the, the 5D, what the new ascension paradigm looks like for you and start moving towards that. It's possible, you know, so just that's, it, it's possible. So we're proving that to, to everybody every day, you know, so. Yeah. You don't have and to. The, the code gives them a 33% savings, which is awesome over and above what's on my website. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you. All right. So, you guys, wow, thank you so, so much to everybody who's been here and thank you for sharing it's a really great great group we have a lot of people and you need to go play I with your puppy oh my goodness we've been depriving her of puppy her in her bed space so oh. yeah i'm gonna give her some good exercise and thank you so much alara for having me again and oh thank you this was brilliant i loved it thank together. you so much yeah, yeah this is fun awesome. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here, for your questions, comments, and feedback. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.